0: Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address, it's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent and fair and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address and let's get you to this episode.
1: Hi, I'm Nancy Hodgson, Miss Teen Great Britain 2019, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project.
0: Everyone, it's Adrian from the Pageant Project and I have Miss Teen GB 2019 Nancy Hodgson. Nancy, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: Let's start with I'm in the car because I still don't have internet. Where are you <laughs> at the moment?
1: Well, I'm in a car park in um somewhere by London. I have no idea where I am right now, to be honest. <laughs> It was unforeseen, so um, hence the terrible lighting and everything. <laughs> so we got there in the end.
0: <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're going, you're coming back from this world. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So we did actually plan to come home last night, but we lost the car keys. So um, we ended up having to stay with the security man until about um 12 o'clock last night, looking for the keys, and then we ended up in a hotel. No pajamas. We got a taxi to Morrison's, I think it was, and got pajamas. And it was a crazy night, but um, we're finally on our way home. We found the keys. <laughs> so,
0: oh dear me! Okay, um, where to begin? Where were the keys?
1: They were um, basically we we went out and went back into the car, and then I um, I wanted to sneak in with my um, my crown, and mm-hmm. um, we came back in, and I um, I got a picture with. The CEO of Miss World. Right. I was absolutely (laughs) starstruck. And um, then we came back out, went to get in the car and realized we didn't have the keys. Yeah. (laughs) So um, we went back in and the auditorium was shut. So we ended up looking everywhere and they were in us on the top of the seat where we put everything down. So (laughs) it was a crazy night. Yeah. Okay.
0: So when you say we lost the keys, it was you or was your mum?
1: my mum <laughs> if you're watching this my right mum, it's your fault
0: <laughs> so yeah you definitely had a bit of an adventure then i mean apart from the whole trauma of losing your keys and and all that stuff how was miss World itself because obviously it was just last night so how was it
1: It' was amazing absolutely amazing i've um, i've only ever watched um national pageants, so galaxy team gb and etc but miss world was like a whole the ball game um i don't know if you know there's some um in the uk we have um a show called the chase mm. and the man who's the presenter walks past me and i am um, i'm like hi you're all right and he's like hi you're all right and when you've seen someone on the telly you kind of know them yeah. and i went to my room was like that's the man off the chase, and I've just said hi to him and not even asked for a picture. It was just so funny because um, then you have Piers Morgan on stage and Peter Andre, and it was just so strange.
0: I, I saw a lot of the stories with um, Peter Andre in it, and it's really quite funny because I think like this is probably before you were born or when you were very young was when Peter Andre, at least in Australia, was a big thing. Like that song that everyone was recording, Mysterious Girl, that was... That wasn't that's even
1: that's the one he said. I know, that
0: wasn't even <laughs> I don't think it was in the two thousands. That was back in the nineteen nineties. So is he is he still like a big recording artist in the UK? Because in Australia we haven't heard of him like in twenty years.
1: Well, I'll be honest, I didn't realise he was Australian. Um Mum was like, he, is he Australian? I'm like, no, he's um he's English. And um yeah, he's Australian, but I think he's um I haven't seen much of him, but everyone knows who Peter Andre is with, with Mysterious Girls. So um <laughs> he's he's big in the UK. Well, I thought he was so and um all the ladies um yep. on CW was getting a few who's in that hair in there. So yep. um yeah.
0: He that's hilarious. I thought he was Australian. But then when he was performing at Miss World, I figured, well, they wouldn't get an Australian to perform in London for Miss World. So I figured actually he was English. So I thought the opposite of you. I thought he was Australian. And then I saw him performing there going, he must be English because all of you guys are going crazy for him. Whereas if he performed here, I actually don't think most people would remember who he is.
1: See, that's so strange. I honestly, I did think he was English. I, I honestly didn't think he was Australian, <laughs> really.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, he. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm the biggest Peter Andre fan. I'm probably not the right demographic, Um, but I remember his song Mysterious Girl when it was on the T- TV here in the music video. And uh, let's just say, I think the girls liked him, not because of the music, um, but for other reasons. But let's, um, let's move on. So guys, I can see a lot of you watching. You probably, all of you watching, still have Miss World Hangover like Nancy, although you probably didn't lose your key. So if you have any questions for Nancy, put them in below and I will pass them on. Um, I think it's the first time I've done an interview from a car and my other person has been in the car. Oh, Nancy has just, hang on, you've blown up. Let me see if I can fix you. Sorry, it's probably just the video, you've shrunk. Okay, um, Nancy, just, I, I think the first question, I guess is the easiest question is, can you give us an idea as to your pageant background? Because by now I've interviewed people who've done one in, one pageant, people have done over 30 pageants. So can you give us an idea as to how you got into pageantry um, and what your pageant experience has been so far?
1: So I've only actually competed in Miss Teen Group Britain, that's the only pageant I've competed in. and. Um, I think I was you know just one of them random searches on, on um on the internet and Miss Teen Girl Britain popped up and I was like, oh watch this, I'll just enter it. And um I entered it, turned up to finals and everyone was wearing crowns. I was like, oh my God, these girls are crazy. <laughs> that was my um, my first reaction and then I um I did the PJ party and I just fell in love, absolutely in love and um placed top eight my first year and I had no idea what I was doing. Wow. Um I bought my fashion wear from next, the, the day before the pageant and um was just like yeah, let's let's do this and um fell in love and then competed last year in junior and then placed second mm-hmm. and then um, this year where I'd aged up to teen. And obviously won. So, um, any girls out there who are scared about aging into teen miss, if I can do it, you can.
0: <laughs> How did you find it uh, aging up? So, I mean, this was your first time competing as as a teen, and you took it out. So, to you, did it feel basically the same, or was it a very different experience?
1: In some aspects, it was a little bit different. Obviously, at the junior, we have the little misses, so it's all like the, the littler little girls. Um, but it was it was pretty much the same, you know. I I didn't feel like um, any intimidation or anything like that. It was just like, you know, there we were little misses. We moved up, but I felt like even at junior last year, I'd kind of aged up, and I was sort of at the end yeah. of you know the junior the spectrum. So um, it didn't feel much different, if I'm honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me because you would have been in the same system and you have the same pageant girl family surrounding you. So I'm sure it felt a little bit different, but maybe not as different as, let's say, doing teen in a a completely different system. I think that would have been a bit of a different story.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Um, I'm just going to circle around to the questions, Nancy. So, guys, again, if you have any questions for Nancy, uh, put them in below. So, Yasmina Newbold has said, how long have you been doing pageants? And it says, from Little Miss Teen GB with an X.
1: Hi. Um, so, I've been doing pageants for three years. So, when I won, that was my third attempt at the title. So, I'll be kind of nearing towards my fourth year by the time I hand over. So, yeah.
0: Nice. And um, Sandal Taylor has asked, what was the best part of your journey so far?
1: See, that's a really hard question because each little part of my journey has been amazing and every single experience and opportunity has just been amazing. Mm. So I'd say best part is definitely my family's the support and um, their reactions to when I won. Um, really just you know got to me and it was just so nice to be able to go and make them proud and you know we come from quite a um, you know pageants don't exist where we live basically so it was nice to kind of make them proud and for me that was the best part and having them be proud of me and you know doing the family name well. (laughs)
0: How do you feel you've changed? I mean, you mentioned you've been doing it for about three years, and for most people, doing pageantry even for one year changes them a lot. At your age, people in general change a lot. So at your age, and given that you've been doing pageantry for three years, how do you think pageantry has helped you grow?
1: Pageants have completely changed me, and I mean like completely. When I first started, I was so shy, and I know you probably hear this a lot, but I had zero confidence and each year i just felt myself getting better and better mm-hmm. in myself and for me it was never a competition against anyone else i was not really competing with these girls but i was competing against myself to be the best version of me and i feel like each year i felt myself grow and improve and even if i wouldn't have took the title in october i still would have been proud in the the growth between each year and I look back at pictures now you can you can even see it just in in the way you're standing and stuff like that um but pageants honestly changed my life and um honestly don't know where i would be if I hadn't done them so I'm so grateful for that um that accident <laughs> so on um, on the internet so yeah, everything happens for a reason I'm a strong believer in that
0: um, I don't think I've seen a photo of your winning moment. Can you describe your winning moment? Because your your predecessor, Imogen, um, bless, famously cries all the time. So how was how your winning moment?
1: See, I thought I always imagined, you know, you're sitting in your room you're like imagining what that moment would be like when you win. And then um, for me, it was just shock, absolute shock. And um, Imogen actually said, never hear me so quiet because... I don't struggle to talk, <laughs> to say the least. So Imogen was like, this is the quietest I've ever heard you. Because I couldn't physically speak. Um, everyone was going, how to you feel? I was just, on all my pictures, you know, the way you have the, the lovely crown and pictures mine's just like, on every single picture. Honestly, I was so, so shocked. And um, it didn't hit me for uh, at least a month. And I still look back at pictures and I'm like, Oh my God, that's actually me. I actually yeah. won.
0: <laughs> it's you. It's so, definitely yeah. you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you um, most excited about for your, for your reign? I know it's just started. It's coming up to Christmas. Are there any particular parts that you're really super excited about?
1: Well, I'm excited for the whole year. I've got lots of plans and... Um, Mostly, we, me and my mom, will be traveling to Morocco, Marrakesh, oh, wow. and we, like, we usually go there because we have, we have Moroccan roots. Mm-hmm. So when I am, um, when we travel down there, we, we have friends in, in the valley, and um, we go and we, um, we visit the children and really make an impact in that way. And it's always been something like a highlight and um, something that's so amazing to do. So it'll be really nice to go as Miss Team Red Britain this year and. Be able to you know make the children's days a little bit a little bit brighter and a little bit happier um even at miss world on the weekend i had um a huge um tribe of just little boys coming up asking for pictures and they were like one one looked up to me and was like a little girl even and was like you're so pretty i want to be like you and i honestly when people do that i get so emotional this is where i do cry I um <laughs> lovely feeling and so I'm really excited to just get out there as much as I can and do everything and make the most out of this title as I possibly can so I'm excited for everything I've got so much planned but I don't want to give away too much at the minute so I
0: mean when they come up for photos I mean you don't cry then do you because then you've ruined all their photos because you have a crying face (laughs) on
1: honestly um it's more of an inside cry <laughs> okay. so um it was kind of like because at miss world you're not meant to wear crowns, so i can't kind of just sneakily put it on to get one picture and the next thing there was like a tsunami of mm. of um people all the the filipino fans are just amazing at miss world the banners and everything so i had um a lot of filipino fans coming over and was like can we take a picture and i was like yeah <laughs> i feel like a celebrity but um yeah, so don't cry on the pictures. Cry, cry inside. <laughs>
0: you you might have to teach Imogen uh, that that that, um, that tip. I, I, she's not very good at controlling the tears. Um, speaking of Imogen, I was just looking at the sort of the history of who's won Miss Teen GB, and at least from my journey through UK pageantry, it strikes me that Miss Teen GB has had really, really big names win. Like all of them have gone on to, I mean, start with Emma, who's probably the first, the earliest winner that I know. Um, and I don't know the exact order, but Ashley Wilde, I've interviewed, she's about to go overseas as well. Um, Evangeline, I think it is Evangeline. She's just announced that she's a finalist for Miss International UK. Then obviously Imogen before you, and Imogen was saying when she was on our podcast that when she was competing in her year and Emma Collingridge walked in, everyone was like, oh my God, that's Emma. And then this year when Imogen walked in, she noticed that people were sort of fangirling over her. So does it feel to you like you're joining a really sort of proud line? Like a lot of girls who've gone on to do really, really big things.
1: It's a great honor. I was, um, we we got the picture, you know, you put the crown on the next girl's head and I looked at all the girls and I was like, I am so proud to be a part of that. And, the opportunities and what these girls have went on to do—it just shows how many um, doors the Miss Teen of Britain organization opens up. And so, I'm really excited to hopefully, you know, I can't believe I'm actually a part of the system, but um, to go on and you know, it's just so surreal and um and amazing. I'm just really humbled to to be a part of it. And you've always got to you know stay humble and stay grounded and. Remember who helped you on your way to, to there, and it's just it's just amazing, really. And um, yeah, the girls are all absolutely amazing. Um, what they've gone on to do, so they are for me quite a a big role model, and I, I look up to every single one of them and what they've went on to do. So. Yeah. Do
0: you feel any pressure at all or any expectations to live up to, to that standard? Because I was just thinking, I I don't normally ask this sort of question, but I've just never seen, because it was that photo that you're talking about where you were all holding the crown of your predecessors. I'm just looking at it going, that is one amazing line. Do you feel any pressure at all to live up to, to that name?
1: I feel like it's it's easy to feel pressure, but personally for me i I'm a great believer in you have a destiny and you have a path that you are meant to go on to, so I don't feel under pressure because I know whatever my path is will you know ultimately match with what these girls mm-hmm. are doing, so I think that no i don't I don't feel under any pressure, which is easy because the girls are absolutely amazing. But we all have our own our own paths that we're meant to go down, whether that is in the pageant industry or fashion industry or or in a job. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, On Facebook, I don't know if this is your mum or a a relative, but is it Elle Hodgson?
1: That's my sister.
0: That's your sister. (laughs) Your, Your sister has said she's so proud of you with a heart. So. <laughs> so guys again if you have any questions um for nancy put them in the comments below of course if you have messages of support that's great as well uh nancy can you give us an idea as to what you do outside of pageant land or i i, I don't i don't think i've ever met anyone i mean you might be the first but i don't think i've ever met anyone who 24 7 is in pageant land so give us an idea as to what keeps you busy outside of the um the title and the sash
1: yeah so um i've always loved music since i was little and um for christmas i think quite a few years ago now i got a saxophone and since i got that saxophone i always played the flute and everything and just fell in love with it all so um for me i have visions of you know playing at the beach clubs and i be fair and stuff like that so that's what I love to do in my spare time. And then, you know, I'm also really involved with my family. So we we are a huge family. My nan is, um, she has six, six children, which means so many aunties, mm-hmm. cousins, everything. So we're always out together and uh, we're really, really close family. So I love them all a lot.
0: <laughs> How many cousins do you have?
1: Oh, my God. Right so this is just on my mum's side i'd say around just first cousins it's got to be about 12 Um just first cousins and then second cousins i can't even count that out because there's so many
0: <laughs> and how many on your dad's side
1: oh god um that's a really tricky question there's probably about Sixty. Sixty? Yeah. First and second cousins, yeah, it's a really, really big family.
0: So do you guys ever get together as a large extended family? You guys would need a hall. You're not going to fit in someone's house.
1: Well, (laughs) Christmas Day is interesting because um, all all my cousins are around, you know, one, two, that naughty toddler stage. Oh, God. They all kind of gang up. They have so we have um Annie and Darcy who um my sister as right now she, she'll be laughing at this. Um they're both two and they they kinda of gang up and you'll go in one room and they've they've pulled every cushion off the couch and pulled every toy, every pen. So they're like an absolute tornado. So Christmas Day is interesting to say the least. But um it's worth it. We're <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, mean, I can barely deal with one of them. I don't know how you can deal with more than one of them. That would just be, that will be doing my head in. Um, so, I mean, do you have, is it like a Christmas tradition? Do you have a giant family get together?
1: Every single year, without fail, my, um, my nan, she does a huge roast. She has um, starters with a soup, prawn cocktail or cheese and crackers. So we all have little orders <laughs> and, um, then we have the big table in the living room and there's the, we all take it in turns because we can't even fit at the table. Um, So yeah, huge family, huge Christmas dinner. What's not to love? <laughs>
0: so your, your Nan does the cooking for the whole thing, does she?
1: The whole thing. And then she you'll see as she's cooking, she'll pick little bits up and we are go, Nan, sit down and eat. She's like, I'm fine, a bet, I bet. Because she'll just pick bits as she's cooking. but, uh, but she, <laughs> so selfless honestly she really is
0: how does she manage to cook for so many people you would need like a professional chef although I guess some nans that's what they do they can cook for a
1: whole family is a professional professional. after cooking every single day for all of us she's just she's just I don't know how she does it I really don't she's amazing really amazing she
0: sounds amazing so out of the whole thing what what's your favorite dish what's your favorite dish of your nans to eat
1: Hmm, I'd have to say, even though I'm a vegetarian now, um, <laughs> lasagna, lasagna, I can't eat it anymore because um, I'm a vegetarian, but when I wasn't a vegetarian, that was my favourite dish, so.
0: Right, okay, <laughs> look, you can, you can get vegetarian lasagnas, you can get them made, um.
1: Corn, corn is, is the way forward, so anyone wants to be a vegetarian, get corn
0: oh yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah i i was um i was a vegetarian not even a vegetarian i don't know if you know what a vegan is but i was even past that i was a raw foodist so that is someone who doesn't eat animal products but also doesn't cook so it doesn't heat anything over 60 degrees so and i i think there are some very good arguments to become a vegetarian at the moment frankly and it's not just for health it's also i think good for our planet so um, how long have yeah. you been on the vegetarian uh, diet for
1: three years three years i think um i'm actually a vegetarian so still eat a little bit of fish Hmm. because obviously um it's a big change isn't it so um yeah i i am i was kind of off and on and um my dad took me out one day after i just said i'm becoming a vegetarian and bought me a steak and um (laughs) i ate (laughs) it but um the reason I actually went vegetarian, I'm not scaring anyone, this is this is non graphic. Um I was at a farm um with my dad and I was um playing with the cows, the baby cows. And um for about an hour, an hour later, and the lady comes over and she goes, Oh yeah, they're getting sent off tomorrow. And I just went, Oh, I can't eat animals anymore, I just can't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that's fair enough. <laughs> I mean, if you go on Netflix, not, not to paint a graphic picture but There are a lot of documentaries where you actually want to see what happens to the animals once they leave the farm it's not difficult to find out and i think anyone who is not a psychopath if you watch that you're at the very least question whether you should be eating these animals i i don't know i mean in australia animal welfare is a huge deal and i'd like to think most of our animals are treated well even when they're being led to the slaughter Um, sometimes they're not we've had a few issues i would imagine and hope in the uk it's same because you're you're, you guys are a little bit smaller Uh, but in the us where everything is sort of fed through a farm and these animals are just fed through a conveyor belt for the slaughter it's it's actually pretty graphic and pretty terrifying um so if you want to be a vegetarian it's it's horrible i've seen some footage which i wouldn't recommend any children certainly to watch i think late teens could watch it um it's it's not for the faint-hearted and i actually think it's really yeah. scary that some people don't know where animal products come from this is how um, i don't know whether you found the same thing but it was actually in the uk jamie oliver was asking people you know where do you think sausages come from and kids didn't realize that sausages the, the meat sausages come from animals because we were now so far removed from the farm so to speak so yeah that that makes perfect sense
1: it, yeah i think a lot of the time it's tradition it's kind of mm. what people are grown up learning about isn't it so yeah. they they've never experienced their parents 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 have always eaten meat so for us um even for my family only that my mom kind of you know took a step back and and had a little research into the health benefits of it that i kind of was like okay maybe i should like have a little look into this now mm. a bit more mature and stuff. um and for me, I just couldn't do it anymore. But I understand I'd never, ever, you know, if someone wants to eat meat because I used to eat it and it's um, it's so easy just to say, you know, I don't like vegetables or, you know, it's it's hard. It's really hard. And sometimes even if you've been eating meat your whole life to then stop is just, it's, it's really hard, isn't it?
0: It is, but I mean, like, as I'm sure you found out there, like a lot of people, when they think of vegetables, it's like overcooked Brussels sprouts or, you know, lettuce leaves with, I don't know, like a salad dressing on it. You can make vegetables taste amazing with just a little bit of oh, yeah. work. Like it's not that hard, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, my mum literally, she's, <laughs> she's gonna be laughing now. She gets a, um, an aubergine. Mm -hmm. And she slices it really thin, and like puts the seasoning on it and crisps it really, really, really burned and um, it doesn't even taste like a vegetable. And also, did you know that um, jackfruit can be made to taste like chicken? Have you tried that?
0: I don't think I've tried jackfruit. I know what it is, but how on earth do you make it taste like chicken?
1: (laughs) Well, see, right, this is this is a story now. Um, I go to um is it Frankie and Benny's. Yeah, um and I get the weirdest pizza topping. So I get no cheese, barbecue base, pineapple, mushroom and barbecue jackfruit.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is that technically yeah. a pizza? There's no cheese. It's, no
1: <laughs> it's basically bread with with pineapple on but Um and the jackfruit is um it's like shredded. So it tastes like meat and it's barbecue and it's just I know it sounds disgusting, but it is really,
0: really well, nice. no, no, no. To me, it doesn't taste disgusting. Maybe to other people watching it, it's it, it sounds disgusting. But to me, because I've tried a lot of weird and wonderful things, I'm actually really curious to try it. But I can't say there are any pizza chains here that sell, um, that offer jackfruit as a topping. The, the topic of pineapple on pizza is one that, We'll, we'll split a room you know there are things you shouldn't talk about you shouldn't talk about politics you shouldn't talk about um money uh, and you shouldn't talk about pineapple on pizza because um that's-
1: i honestly got related for pineapple on pizza um all my friends uh disgusted me disgusted me and i'm sorry but it's just my personal
0: preference well i think having pineapple on pizza i believe it's considered quite an australian thing but ironically i don't like pineapple on pizza so um maybe you're more australian than myself i'm just going back to the comments oh hello uh guys if you have any questions pass them on i can just see imogen is watching so hi imogen um so the the veg just on the vegetarian thing what is your favorite vegetarian dish
1: I really can't decide. <laughs> oh.
0: Do you have a few right, ones that you to, like?
1: Uh, yeah. So I love, um, my mom makes this creamy pasta, like this, um, this risotto, that's not pasta, this risotto with mushroom in. I'd have to say that. Yeah. That, I have so many, so many. <laughs>
0: that does sound nice. Is it raining where you're at? I mean, it's the UK. I'm going to assume the answer is yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, it rains every day in the UK, every day, <laughs> every,
0: every night.
1: No, I, I think I'm going to go to Australia. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm asking now because I can actually hear the rain. It actually sounds like it's quite loud. It's kind of soothing, but I I prefer the sun. Yeah.
1: It was lightning when we were driving up on our way, so oh, wow. um, we were just hoping we, did get, we didn't get electrocuted, but we're still here, we're still, still going.
0: My house was... um. Last year, this year we lost the internet because there was a freak cyclone or tornado. Last year, a thunder, a lightning bolt actually struck near my house, and it came up through the internet line and blew up my computer. Um, without exaggeration, I was lying on the couch, sleeping near my computer, which I shouldn't do, but I was just exhausted, and I just vaguely in the in my peripheral vision just saw my computer explode in a shower of sparks.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So that was, that was my story. Oh. That was terrifying. Well, that's a, it's a
1: good enough that you weren't using it, is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I never actually thought of it that way. That, that's a good point. I was obviously just super, super annoyed that my computer had been randomly blown up by a lightning strike. That's not something you hear every day. Um, Nancy, just before we go to the final 10 questions, is there anyone that you want to give a shout out to or say thanks to just for supporting you along your journey, pageant and otherwise?
1: So I'd like to do a shout out to um Sophie McSween and right at the beginning of my crazy pageant journey, she was the one who you know who reached out to me and helped me and I honestly don't think I would have even made the first year of finals if it wasn't for her. So Sophie, if you're watching this, thank you so much. Because um honestly um anyone who knows Sophie knows she's an absolutely amazing girl and she didn't have to help me the first year, she did that because she just she's just a lovely person, mm. so I'm really grateful, for
0: both of you. perfect. Uh, and just before we go to the final 10, uh, Danny Lee Sprote sorry if I've mis- mispronounced it, she's asked, Nancy, what's your plans for your next pageant with an X?
1: So, at the minute, I haven't got any ideas, um, I'm just really enjoying um my year as Mr. team you know, it's three years that i absolutely grown to love this pageant and i've wanted this title so so much so now i have it everyone keeps asking and i'm like no i'm not giving it up i'm not handing it over so you know don't enter mystery in great britain <laughs> joking enter early. um but i've, I've got a few ideas but nothing's set in stone at the minute you know yeah,
0: that's fair enough i mean you've pretty much just won the title so i think it might be a bit too <laughs> too early to be asking what's what's the next one around the corner i mean imogen um, is taking a bit of time off. I think she was I think she was similar to you in terms of competing at, at, at Miss Teen GB a few times and obviously then she won the title uh, in the last year that she was eligible and now she's taking a bit of well-deserved time off. But, Nancy, let's yeah. m- move on to the final 10 questions. Do you know what the final 10 questions are? I always like to ask.
1: No, yeah, but I feel like I'm about to find out.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. Number one, what is your favorite word? I can just hear the sound of rain in the background. (laughs) Say again. Clothes. 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 I think, I don't know if that's your favorite word. It sounds like your favorite thing to go and buy.
1: My mind's gone blank. I can't think of a word that, um, oh, I know. Zen. Zen. That's my favorite word.
0: (laughs) Why is that your favorite word?
1: Because I like to zen out. So I do yoga and meditation all the time and, um, in college, and um, my friends Abby always gets stressed, and I just say Zen, calm. So um, that that's just kind of my thing. Now I just I just Zen everyone out um at <laughs> <our> finals. Before, <laughs> finals, um, me and a few of the girls, and um, the girls were stressed, and I said, Come on, let's go and Zen. And they were like, What? I was like, Just just come with me, and we sat in a corner, and um, and we were all meditating, doing um yoga and breathing exercises so um karina and um holly were looking like what are they doing <laughs> <laughs> then
0: they were probably shocked that you guys all stopped talking because i can't imagine that miss teen gb is a very quiet venue
1: it is very loud the girls come first and we're all like I, really quiet and then after about five minutes yeah. we don't stop
0: yep nope i know exactly what you're talking about question two what is your least favorite word
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that, that's a good choice i think i've i think someone has answered that that question the, with that answer before the the typical answer seems to be moist that's the most common answer but i do think <laughs>
1: um second, second. favorite word
0: fair enough mm-hmm. in life this is question three what gets you excited or what turns you on
1: leaving my comfort zone and um every time you get that you know that sort of anxiety like oh i don't know i shouldn't do it and you just push past that and do it anyway that feeling after and mm. when you've done it it's just like gives me such a rush you know pageant is kind of like leaving your comfort zone all the time so yeah.
0: yeah yeah getting that getting that adrenaline buzz question four what turns you off
1: mm, rude people
0: that's a very common answer i hope you don't have to deal with them very often yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, with rare people, I think all you can do is smile at them and give them back kindness because, of anything, that might bug them more. So um, the only thing that just um, upsets me is when I see someone being rude to someone who, who won't say, you know, defend themselves. And so I feel that it's my um duty to kind of, you know, make sure they're okay. So be nice. It's nice to be nice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Question five. What sound or noise do you love?
1: Well, I actually love the sound of rain, <laughs> uh, <The> rain. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be
0: loving it at the moment because that's that's all I can hear is a sound of rain. I mean, it sounds fairly heavy though
1: yeah, um a bit distracted now, but it's quite it's quite soothing. Yeah, I
0: quite like it. I think it's soothing when you're lying in the bed under your duvet. I don't know if it's soothing when you're driving a car trying to get home. And you live how what, How far away from home are you at the moment? You said, what, five hours?
1: So we've drove an hour and then stopped to do this. <laughs> um, I'd about four hours away oh okay. we... now. Oh,
0: dear. Okay. in the morning. Oh, dear. Okay. Let's shoot through the rest of these because you, you actually, that's what I just remembered. You need to actually finish getting home. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. What sound or noise do you hate?
1: Um, I hate the sounds of people spitting after they brush the teeth. <laughs> that's... I can't next to someone. I just can't do it. I honestly can't.
0: Yeah, That's not a very pleasant sound for anyone, I think. Um, question 7. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why?
1: to transport to um, go from one place to another because then I travel the world in a month.
0: <laughs> yeah, you also wouldn't be stuck in your car with four hours to drive home, you could just, you know. Yeah, but I
1: could click my fingers yep. right now and be home and we wouldn't have the rain Be really annoying, so.
0: Exactly. Uh, question eight, if you could try any one occupation other than your own, what would you most like to attempt?
1: Well, I'm in college at the minute, but, I have aspirations of um, working with children with developmental disabilities, and it's just such an amazing job. I've always wanted to do it, so I'd click right there and skip all the um, the university mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, that's what I do.
0: Perfect. What about what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt?
1: A teacher. <laughs> I'd, I'd hate being a teacher honestly i can't shout to people and um i just wouldn't be taken seriously that's all i'll say
0: <laughs> why wouldn't you be taken seriously you can't stop laughing
1: yeah basically i think i just um <gasps> I, <I'd, laughs> either that or i cry um one or the other <laughs> no. not the job.
0: okay i mean you could probably teach little kids like that they might find you endlessly entertaining but i definitely wouldn't be trying to teach teens if you're laughing and crying
1: Anything, anything up to year six I'd be happy with, but when it gets to high school, I've, um, I've been in a few classes before with the children are very nice to teach, and yeah. I can say that. Yeah,
0: I know exactly what you mean. Okay, final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: I'd like to hear him say, you did a good job. <laughs> you're a good person That that's all um in my life the only thing I really care about is not where I live what job I have anything like that it's just that I've been a good and decent person and I think overall just strive to be just a little bit nicer yeah. and um you know be kind to someone and make their day a little bit brighter I think that's the only thing we can do as human beings and we all make mistakes but at the end of the day if you smile at someone you could honestly change their day so yeah
0: i think coming up to christmas that's a good reminder as well
1: yeah definitely
0: 100 uh just finally on facebook cherry lee clark has said so proud of you nancy uh i i think she's I think she's meant to, she's put like a, looks like a sad emoji, but I think it's meant to be it's crying with like joy. But it's, it's got a sad one and a heart. And Chloe Roberts has said, we love you, Nancy, with two X's. Oh, love you, girls. Thank
1: you so much.
0: <laughs> All right, Nancy, I'd better let you go so you can get your mum back in the car and start your drive home. Um, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you for
0: having me. Uh, And look forward to following your reign and everything that you get up to. So, I'll keep you on the line for just a second. I'm going to hang out with the audience, thank them for watching, and we will speak to you guys soon. What's up, guys? It's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com, join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.